1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
2: Maryland sports fans. There's only one sportsbook in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sportsbook in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick. Right next to Longshots Off-Track Betting. Go to Betfredsports.com. .com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help call 1-800-GAMBLER.
3: This is the Decibel Deep Podcast with Aaron Camaro and Chris
1: Sinzak. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this is the Decel Geek Podcast. I'm Chris Sinzak. I'm your ho- one of your hosts. Aaron Camaro is joining me, and I know it's odd that I'm doing the intro. I'm There's, just a
0: half a host yeah, this week.
1: He's half the man he used to be, folks. Um, but, yeah, Aaron is uh, recovering. He had a health scare over the last week, and he's not going to die. But he's, I'm not going to die. But he's he's not in the best voice. So he's down to my level this week. No oh, man, <laughs> I got
0: something happening to me this week, and it's the Tennessee. The humidity is insane down here, and on my shoot job, my day job, I uh, you know go inside of a place that's really cold, and then back out in the humidity, and then I don't know, I messed myself all up. I got like pre pneumonia, but not quite pneumonia, so I'm still here.
1: Yeah, so you know, Aaron's he he made it in to do the show this week. So you guys are lucky you're getting a show this I week. I got I got my lung steroids. I got my my you know meth making
0: Sudafed, I got you know <laughs> hey they Party told at your house. they told me you know <laughs> this is the stuff they use to make meth so don't make meth out of it just use it for your lungs and I got I uh, even got a little inhaler and everything wow it's hell man
1: so yeah and I've had a uh, stuff going on around my place too I'm not going to get into too much personal stuff but Aaron and I've been through a lot in the past week, so but we're happy to still sit down and put a show out this week
0: It's got to be kind of cool to know from a listener's point of view that we're just normal dudes too. We have all kinds of problems and issues that arise all the time, you know and yep. and so, but you know just like anything we're we're dedicated to this, we love doing the Decibel geek podcast. we love bringing it to you every single week, just like we always said we would, and you know no matter what, we always one way or another come through with it, and today we're back we're going to do it Bye. again
1: yeah and um yeah, you know, so we're we're helping you through your shitty week. So um, <laughs> by
0: helping ourselves, yeah. So this week may not be quite as exciting nah. as last week, but yeah, I mean we got a ton of great response off the show. We last did. Week. We
1: the uh, the aces covers contenders episode seemed to go over really well with people, and people really enjoyed it, and a lot was, of a lot of people shared it. We'll I was that a minute.
0: little nervous at first because like the first <laughs> couple of comments were like, "What the hell's wrong with Aaron Camaro?" Yeah. But then. As, as the comments rolled on, and the tide seemed to turn, and then everybody turn. was backing me and said, man, those were great picks. And then
1: Billy Hardaway saying, my picks sucked. Yeah, you did. Yeah, thanks, Billy. I, Pre- sc-
0: I screamed at him the other day for you.
1: Yeah, I, I'm so happy that he mints his words. It's really nice. Yeah,
0: I both blew out what was <sighs> left of my one working lung when I did it, but I yelled at him for you.
1: <laughs> Love you anyway, bud. Um, but, uh, yeah, so the... I'll, I'll quickly go through. I haven't had a chance to put together a comprehensive list of Geeks of the Week, but I'm going to go ahead and scroll through. So this won't be as quickly read, but I'll get through it real quick. John and Michelle Parks, Robert Foster, uh, Aaron Camaro shared it. Hmm. Awesome. Uh, Dave Shirt, love that guy. Brad Kalmanson, Justin Hayes, David Alpazar, Derek Novak, Chris Karam, Joe Lascon, Paul Stom, Matt Severson of Paperback Rocker, Lee Maslin of Audio Junkies, Brent Walter, Billy Hardaway. Uh, Joe Royland, Shane Aber, Andrew Jacobs, Warren Money, Melissa Peck. Let's see.
2: That's a new one, I think.
1: Yeah, that's a new one. Uh, we keep going. Man, Dave Shirt posted it a lot. Uh, Oleg Vladimirovich.
0: That's awesome. I love that name.
1: Interesting name.
0: So these are, you know, if you don't know, Geek of the Week is an honorable, prestigious thing that we do. We've been doing it for quite a while now. Basically, what it is is if you share the link, tweet it, you know, share it on Facebook, you know, email it to your mom and let us know. And, you know, you <laughs> you get your name mentioned on here. So, you know.
1: Oh, and real quick, um, the Midnight Movie Cowboys podcast, that they shared it on Facebook and says, go listen to this excellent episode, an awesome show. Their picks are interesting, and this week's episode may be their funniest.
0: Nice. Yeah, I heard that a couple of times, too. We're especially funny. I didn't, I don't know. It's We're always unintentional. unintentionally, we're unintentionally we, we don't, funny. We don't set out to be funny. It just funny kind of happens. Well, I did with the Juice Newton thing. Yeah. And the uh, Warm Leatherette song. That was just insane. But yeah, I don't that was it. funny as much as it was crazy. Well,
1: somebody, somebody said, you know, I hope you guys aren't as close-minded as it sounded on that episode. I'm like, no, it's a purely comedic effect. We like lots of stuff that's not typical of our show. So.
0: Close-minded? Holy yeah. shit, man. We played Kenny Rogers. Yeah.
1: I mean, I'd say we're pretty open. I'd say. But the, my reaction to some of Aaron's picks was... More right. for, for comedy value. sure,
0: but, um, It's all about having fun, you know, educational, entertaining, and fun.
1: Yeah, so it was, uh, and if I missed anybody who shared it on Facebook or retweeted it on Twitter, let me know and I'll read it next week. I just, we're not prepared this week.
0: No, this, it's a crazy week. You know, you're, we're kind of lucky we're even here doing this. But uh, yeah. so what we're doing today was this was something that we kind of, you know, we bounce ideas off each other and we have been for a long time. And this was something I thought of a while back. Where, you know, we were talking about ideas of things we can do. And I thought, man, you know, there's so many good hard rock and heavy metal songs out there about the devil. You know, and it was like this. This was an idea that came up quite a long time ago. And when I brought it up to Chris, he's just kind of like, I don't know about that. You know, it's uh, my my pastor's big fan of the show. Oh, (laughs) yeah. No, that's not what I said.
1: No, but I just, yeah, I was like, I don't know if I want to do that theme. And, you know, I just, you know. But you got to admit,
0: there are a million oh, great rock uh, yeah, songs about uh, the devil. This, but w-
1: this week was easy to pick songs, but next week will be really easy. no problem at all. So this
0: is going to be kind of a two part.
1: So, so we expanded on that idea. And like, why don't we do heaven and hell and do right. one week about songs about heaven, one songs about hell. Doesn't necessarily be about it, but like in the song title or reference to it. Or right. So so kind of good.
0: Kind of, sort of, what you're getting this week is almost like a Christian rock episode. Sort of, <laughs> kind
1: of. I don't know. I don't know. Especially some of some my of picks, picks are definitely yeah. not Christian oriented, but, but the songs, yeah,
0: the songs are maybe. Yeah. So today our songs are kind of Christian rock, heaven, God, Jesus, stuff like that. All you know, religious type stuff. We're, we're having, we're having we're re- spiritual. We're having, yeah, we're having a couple of spiritual weeks. You know, good you know, and bad, good right. and evil. You know, so we're going to cover it all.
1: So if you're an atheist listener, come back in two weeks. (laughs) But um, you don't got to do that. We're gonna uh, play some good. We're not start. We're not. You're not gonna poke that hornet's nest again. No, no preaching. Just rock and roll. No preaching. We're just talking about rock. This is just an excuse to play more cool songs. That's what it is. That's what we do. Yeah. So, um, so who's going first? I'm going first. first. Okay. So, um, and you guys, there's. I will admit, I took a good number of my picks from listener suggestions because. Boy, overwhelming amount of re- suggestions by listeners to for both themes. Because this week yeah. we'll do heaven, next week we'll do hell. Um, so, yeah, this one, and this one, I love this song anyway. And when it was brought up, I was like, oh, of course. As this is from the Tooth and Nail album that Docum put out in September of '84. Great album. This is a number 35 album in 1985 for uh, Bill Moore magazine. It's the first one they had with bassist Jeff Pilson after Juan Crucier left to join Rat. And, um, it's produced by Roy Thomas Baker and Tom Worman and mixed by Michael Wagoner. Wow. So yeah, that's powerhouse of
0: production. You cannot go wrong. That album cannot be bad with all those guys working on it.
1: Not at all. So, um, yeah, this is my first pick of the show. This is Docking When Heaven Comes Down. Kind of an '80s mood. I, I, I like that
0: song. I think that's a good. good it's one. a good one, man. Like you said, you can't go wrong with some of that early docking and stuff. I like
1: it a lot. So, what do you got first for your first one?
0: Well, I just kind of figured, you know, we couldn't do a show like this without this song. But I really wanted to do a cover version. I didn't, you know, I think the Birds originally did this song. The song. No, talk- no, no, no.
1: This is Doobie Brothers. This is the Doobie Brothers? Yeah. I think,
0: well, maybe I'm thinking Unless of something the, Unless the
1: birds did it first. I
0: think maybe. I don't know. I, we're so unprepared this week. Yeah, Sorry, it, guys. It doesn't matter. hope you like the song. So at least. So he, here's what it is now. <laughs> this is the important thing is what we're doing today. I don't care about who did it before. I almost picked this song. Yeah, it's a good yeah. one. I love this version of it. This one came out last year yeah, I mean, on the uh, No More Hell to Pay, which was, awesome. if you remember, right up there on our top picks.
1: One of the best of the year.
0: Of the year yeah. last year. And it's Striper doing a cover. I love this song and I can't think of a better band to cover it or a band that would do a better job covering it. And you're going to find out for yourself right here on the Decibel Geek Podcast. It's Striper, and Jesus is just all right.
4: Jesus is just all right with me. Jesus is just all right. Jesus is just all right with me.
1: From No More Hell to Pay. They, I mean, I thought Jesus was great, but according to Striper, Jesus is just all right. He's just all right. Maybe I'm misinterpreting you know, I that. I think so. It's yeah. like, you know, he's just <laughs> all right. It's all good. Yeah. But uh, no, that's a, man, I almost picked that. I was listening to that album at work the other day and, and still blown away by it because, you know, of all the bands from the 80s, Striper may have held up the best out of all of them. I know.
0: After listening to that, it's hard to argue it. You know, that who would think in 2013... In my opinion, Striper's best album
1: it's, ever. It's up. Well, I'm not ready to put it up there yet. I'm, I, I put Soldiers it there, Under number Command one. is still better. That's, than
0: That's. I one. don't know. I put that number two. Okay, so so many good songs on an album.
1: So we're gonna. St- I want to stay in the '80s for my next pick. Um, this was also a listener suggestion, and it's uh,
0: gospel guitar.
1: <laughs> yeah, we are talking about uh, heavenly guitar playing, and you mm-hmm. may you may not like this guy as a person, but you cannot deny his talent on the guitar. No way. Ingve Malmsteen's rising force put out the Odyssey album in 1988. It was the fourth studio album for Ingve. It reached number 40 on the Billboard 200. It's the highest charting album of his career. And um Rising Force was a really good band back in the, that day, and the, yeah. you know, and people always think of Ingve and like, oh, it's just the guitar shredding and everything. Not back in those days, because I mean, he had Joe Lynn Turner singing for him back He's then. He's awesome singer. And man, those two when they got together could put out some great great albums. And the Odyssey album is a tes- testament to that testament. Get that, Christian. Um, so this is a really cool track. This is Ingve Malmsteen's Rising Force with Heaven Tonight. <laughs> The biggest Iggy fan, but he, he can—I like that he can, he can put a good song together, especially with Joe Lynn Turner doing the the vocals and the lyrics.
0: Yeah, not too long ago, I got to hear for the first time the uh, stuff he did with Ripper Owens. Yeah, and that's really good stuff yeah. too, worth checking. I out. I just
1: saw the—I'm uh, <laughs> one of those cheap bastards. It won't pay for the premium cable channel, so once every 6 months i get to watch vh1 classic and that metal show yeah because i don't i can't afford it for the regular package but uh they've so they've been running like a bunch of that stuff and i saw the <laughs> rip Rowan's interview on that show and it's an interesting interview and uh he mentions that project, and man, that guy's got his hands in a lot of different stuff.
0: Yeah, he does. You know, that's that's a wild story with him. You know, coming up with the with Judas through Bruce Judas Priest, and then where he's been able to go, how many doors that's open for him. You yeah. know, and and still putting out great music. You know, his solo stuff's really good too.
1: Yeah. The funniest part in the interview was they, because uh, you you know the movie Rockstar was based on Ripper's story, right? And they loosely. go, yeah, and they go, and yeah, and you and you had even had a movie made about you, and he's like, yeah, I. I had that last scene in Boogie Nights. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Well, <laughs> yeah, enough about Ripper Owens. I I enjoy that Ingve album from the 80s, and I'm going to check out more of his stuff. I think you're um, right.
0: A lot of people kind of do consider they think of Ingve and just think like instrumental albums, yeah. but that was a real band back then Yeah. and a really good one.
1: Yeah, well, I, I like the old Steeler stuff, too, that he did with Ron Keel before that. So Heck yeah.
0: Good stuff. So what's your, what's your next pick? All right, I got one here that, you know, you might not think a band like this would come out with a beautiful song. That's kind of got that, you know, religious feel to it. But believe it or not, I've got one here from the Suicidal Tendencies. This one came out in 1999, and it's a great song. It's off the Freedom album. <laughs> and uh, it's, it's kind of tough to believe that because it's, it's a really beautiful song. It's, it makes you kind of feel good listening to it. And it makes you want to live a good life, I think. That's a good message from the Suicidal Tendencies. Right. Take it from us right here at the Decibel Geek Podcast. Check it out for yourself yourself right here. It's ST with Heaven.
1: After listening to that one, I have evangelical tendencies. Yeah, there you go. So, and, uh, yeah, you're not uh, mistaken. that We did not go to break. We're not doing breaks this episode. We're we just going to go straight through with music. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's suicidal tendencies with a song about heaven.
0: We're powering through.
1: So, um, okay, next one is also a listener pick. And um, this is, a, there's I can't remember the listener's name, so I apologize. But he has mentioned this. He's—I don't know if he's a part of this band, but he has mentioned this band to me in the past, and like, hey, this band deserves some play on your show, and you know, I think that they deserve to get uh, some some credit for what they're doing. This is a band from Atlanta, Georgia called Gunpowder Gray. They're a four-piece band, and the the thing that they put out before this was just a demo, and now they've got a self-titled EP that's coming out or that just came out on uh, Boris Records. And on their Facebook page, it states that the, they have influences of Thin Lizzy. Judas Priest, Hanoi Rocks, Molly Hatchet, and Black Sabbath.
0: Wow. So fits that's right a, in with our listenership. <laughs> I'd say that's an eclectic blend, you know, for one band, but yeah, that fits definitely what we're doing here.
1: But listen to the chorus on this song, and I think you'll agree that it they have a they also have another influence they should have listed. This is a song by Gunpowder Gray called Saints. Gunpowder Gray with Saints. Uh, could you tell that there was an extra influence in there they should have added? A little Guns Powder and Roses, maybe? Yeah, exactly. That's I like what I them. like about it. Though. Nothing wrong with How it. often do you get to hear a voice like that? Nowadays? Not too often. I know. What, so like
0: every 15 years? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly. There'll be democracy in China by the time you hear another one like that. But, uh, yeah, so Gunpowder Gray with Saints. I dig that, you know, good old-school sounding from a new band. Hey, so. we're
0: still holding out
1: for a new Guns N' Roses
0: album. Remember they said that earlier oh, in the yeah. year, that we might be able to see one before the end of this year. Is
1: it really Guns N' Roses, though?
0: Well, it's the Axel Rose band, Gun- I guess. Guns it's, and Replacements. There's something. Yeah. they got some damn good replacements, though. Oh, they're
1: all good players. I don't begrudge them that. I think the,
0: you know, just to get off track for a second and talk about Guns N' Roses a little bit and the difference between Guns N' Roses and Roses and what maybe you know I and a lot of other people would consider to be the Axl Rose band nowadays is I think the fact is you can't escape the original Guns and Roses because each of those guys had so much character individually that to take all of them away except for one maybe you know oh Dizzy's still there. yeah one the keyboard one point. and the guy behind the curtain <laughs> but you know you just can't replace that many original members that have that many. That that much character and that much input, that, where each yeah. member really added so much to the band, where it can't be just a dude and some musicians. You know, yeah. you, you'll never ever get away from people wanting to see the original lineup together.
1: Well, as long as they're all still alive, you know, which is a miracle in itself. I'd love to hear know. at
0: least one more album with the original
1: members, even if they just had to. Bite, I don't bite the well, bullet, you
0: know, and do it.
1: I don't even need an album. If they just do one show, just so people could see them play together again. And I'm not talking, not even the Matt Sorum version, the original lineup yeah. with Steven Adler on drums. What, no Gilby Clark? No, no okay. Gilby Clark. All right. Um, no, I love Izzy Stradlin. Izzy, you know, Duff. Duff. You know, yeah, Steven, Slash, and Axel. And I, I want to see that band perform the Appetite for Destruction album and just do it, do it one time and then call it a day. Make it the most expensive pay-per-view of all time. There you go. I'd buy that. Yeah, I would too. So, yeah.
0: Okay, well, I guess we'll keep on going. We're on a roll. We're doing good. we got some new stuff, some old stuff, some inspirational stuff. Here's one. This song is really inspirational, and it's really, you know, maybe not so much a song about religion as much as it is a song about faith, I think. That's what I get out of this one. This one came out in 1999. This would have been a good selection for a Buried Treasures episode. Oh, oh yeah, because yeah. this is a great album that nobody's ever heard. Um, it's, it came out, like I said, 99. The album's called Can't Get There From Here. I'm talking about Jack Russell and Great White. This one's called Wooden Jesus.
4: Jesus on my dashboard, go to work to stay alive. I'm just a sinner trying to survive. Yeah, we commit all Jesus. Wake up in the morning sun. I own my dresser, got another one. Say a prayer to start my day. Maybe the big man will show me the way. Jesus, yeah. Wouldn't Jesus? Ten thousand, maybe more. Wrap with string on a cheap old board. Cast iron, believe me. Five ninety-five.
1: that's a good one you know that i did i never even picked up that album when it first came out so you know a lot of the stuff from that era of great white is is brand new to me
0: yeah and it's that's a really good album you know good classic sounding great white you gotta love it
1: yeah and great live band too and yeah i just such a tragic story with that band you know yeah it's It's too bad all the way around but uh okay um my next pick you know rolling right along uh i want to go back to the mid 80s and uh you, you know when you think of songs about heaven you typically don't think about dio but uh, kind of
0: i mean dio's very religious songs you know not just the yeah. mythology stuff but, but he, you his, know
1: the stereotype of dio is all the evil stuff you know right. the horns and everything sure. and there's plenty of that too but dio's into mythology and stuff you know it sure, was so, we, could, we could
0: easily play a bunch of dio next week too could do an entire
1: show on just Dio.
0: Dio Devil Song. Exactly.
1: But uh, this comes from the Sacred Heart album, which was the third studio album for Dio. and was released in 19, August of 1985. Peaked at number 29 on the Billboard charts. I just love seeing all these high chart positions for these albums back in the 80s. It's just like, yeah. It really shows how different of a time it was. You well,
0: know? I'll talk about last week. Look Space Invader. Debuted at number yeah. 9. Yeah. That's
1: awesome. Way to go, Ace. I mean, I'm, I'm hap- very happy for him. Give I'm it like up for Space it. Invader. Yeah. I love it. Still, still blasting the shit out of it. I yeah. They're not making the money they were making back then, no. but they're still charting. I, you know, it's the highest chart position of any Kiss solo album ever. Wow. So even yeah. even the '78 didn't did not chart that high. Yeah, but I bet she uh, made more money I, off that. Guarantee one. you, he made more <laughs> money off that one, and so did uh, Neil Bogart. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, peaked at twenty nine. It was the last album to feature Vivian Campbell. He was fired midway through the tour. And uh, if you if you know the story, boy, a lot of lot of acrimony between Vivian Campbell and Ronnie James Dio for a for lot of years. years. Um, I th- hopefully, things I don't know if things resolved themselves or not before Dio died. I'm not sure. Um, if you if you have if you haven't checked it out, go on YouTube and look up footage of the tour from the Sacred Heart tour because it features a mechanized dragon with laser effects. Oh yeah, and nice. It's, it's really is a really cool stage prof. I mean, it was one of the best of the '80s. And this song was written by Ronnie and Jimmy Bain, so some uh, good song running credit here. This is Dio with Hungry for Heaven. That's Dio with hungry for heaven. Also, we were song. mentioning Vivian Campbell, and uh, good on you, Vivian, for uh, fighting through. He's fighting through cancer while touring with Def Leppard and opening for Kiss. And yeah, I mean, the, and the guy's still just playing great every night. I mean, you know I got to give the guy credit where it's due. Going through radiation therapy and still doing a major tour. Wow, that's incredible. It takes balls, man. It does. It does big time. So, ah, uh, Dio. That's uh. I got one more to go. You've got and you've got a couple more. I got a couple more. I got one for you here. This is kind of neat because this
0: was a band that I'd never heard of. You know, I'm not. You know, these these songs today, like we said, it's kind of it's almost got a Christian rock tinge to what we're doing today, but maybe not completely. But you know, a lot of the songs are inspirational, heavenly, gospel-like type songs Mm -hmm. that we're playing. And uh, this one was one that was an actual Christian rock band. And for me, you know, to hear a band like Grey White maybe bust off and do a Wooden Jesus song or Suicidal Tendencies do a song about heaven or Dokken, you know, or Yngwie doing heaven songs, but these aren't Christian rock bands. You know, I always looked at Christian rock as you know, it's cool for a song or two, but you know, change it up a little bit. You don't got to have your every song on the album to the same subject. You know, right? Yeah, you know, it does wear itself out. It kind of wears itself out. But this was a band that I never really and there's, I'm sure there's a million of them out there that I never really gave much of a chance to. But this one was one I heard my son playing a CD, and I think he got it from his grandpa. And uh, I walked by and I stopped and I said, "What is this?" And Ace said, well, this is a band that a CD of Grampy gave me. It's called Bride. Do you, you like it? And I said, man, that's really good. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I had no idea it was a Christian rock band. And, you know, it doesn't matter because if it rocks, it rocks. Yeah. So here's a little taste for you. I'm guessing a lot of the listeners may not have heard of this either. I haven't. So you might get to hear something new today. Well, for you, because it actually came out in 1992. <laughs> off an album called Snakes in the Playground, this is Bride with Psychedelic Super Jesus. <laughs>
4: Super freak, don't believe that he came got a dead, you lost your head You got him swinging from a chain You could be safe, but you're thinking you rave brave,
1: it too, is it's pretty cool i, I like, like that the, i like the title too yeah it's like super jesus
0: but yeah that band it's it's definitely a, they're like a late 80s early 90s type band and you know you can you can tell a lot of like guns N' roses influence in that right. too a little bit i think
1: yeah that's good heck yeah okay so um and i, I will say this you guys i know we're playing stuff that is not the typical like um because there's some that were automatic ideas you know like uh, Heaven by Warren, sure. you know, and there's a lot of there's a lot to be said for those songs, but you know, you've heard those songs a million times. We don't right. need to hear them again. Yeah, and there was a couple of them I was thinking of was Kiss wow. Heaven's on Fire. Yeah. Like, how many times do we need to hear that one? Sure. You Although know, I almost so. did play somewhere between Heaven and Hell, but then I remembered it's not that good of a song. So
0: right, yeah, I was looking at that <laughs> too. That was that yeah. made my my quick list, mm. but didn't make the final. So we're
1: kind of want to pick some stuff you may not have heard, you right?
0: Know? And in like we said, you know, every time we do one of these, this isn't a top Top five or a top ten or nothing. This is just us taking a subject,
1: yeah, and picking some
0: songs we think you guys would dig and right. maybe maybe haven't heard before. So. Yeah,
1: so I mean, we could God, we could do so many. Uh, sure, there's versions a m- of this episode, million
0: songs out there. So don't get mad at us if we missed your favorite. Just let us know a little sooner next time.
1: So I want to finish my picks with something a little newer, and Aaron knows and. As Victor pointed out in our Anthrax discussion, discussion, I am a Volbeat fanboy. Yeah, you are. Fangirl is what Victor called me. <laughs> um, but uh, I, I love this band, and yeah, I know the singer's voice is an acquired taste. But if you can get past that, it's a really good band, and they write some good hooky rock metal stuff. Yeah, you know? and um, especially when King Diamond's singing with them. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that song got a lot of attention on I the like last that album. One a lot. So this is from the 2010 album, Beyond Hell Above Heaven. And the song's called Heaven Nor Hell. And actually, the, I'll say this. So we're doing this episode on heaven. This song is basically an agnostic song. Yeah. The whole idea behind the song that singer Michael Polson, who wrote the song, said was, this song is basically, uh, I, I don't need heaven and I don't need hell. I'm just going to live my life right now. And yeah. It's, it's kind of about living just in the moment. So whether you believe or you don't believe... You should live in the moment and you know live the best that you can.
0: Yeah, just try to be good to each other. That's yeah. what it's all so about. So make
1: your time on this earth uh, as worthwhile as possible because you don't know what's going to happen next. Um, but this was the first Volbeat album to chart in the Billboard 200. It came out in September of 2010. And, uh, yeah, this is Volbeat with Heaven Nor Hell.
0: Yeah, that was your last one. I yep. got one more to go, but I guess before we get out of here, we got to, you know, do the housekeeping like we always do, let everybody know what's up everywhere. We got Instagram, we got Twitter. We've got we're on Stitcher, we're YouTube. We're on YouTube. We're all over the oh, place. yeah,
1: the uh, the Vinnie Vincent episode, Vinnie Vincent specials in the archives are going up on YouTube as we speak. Yeah. So yeah, part 1 has already been put up and Patrick's working on the rest of them and I'll go ahead and let the cat out of the bag on this. There's an unreleased Vinnie Vincent special episode with an interview that I did a couple of years ago that never got released, and it will be put on YouTube exclusively. Wow, there you go, so YouTube exclusive. So subscribe on YouTube. Um, here's something else we should probably talk about while we're thinking
0: about it is uh, the whole thing with the ALS and the uh, the Ice Bucket Challenge. Oh, yeah. And there's been so much of that going on on the Internet and the thing is, is this, you know, I'm sick as hell. I'm not going out and getting ice dumped on my head. I'll we probably, had planned on doing I it this I will probably weekend. fall over dead if we do that right now. So let's yeah. not do that. Instead, you know, and I do want to call attention to this because they put it on the Facebook. I don't know if it's on the YouTube, but our, our writers, yeah. Had, yeah, our writers had gotten together and made this just I was kick so an amazing they did. video that they did where it was all synchronized, but it's from all different parts of the all world. All the world, and, yeah. You know, and, and they challenged us. But, you know, I don't think my doctor would probably recommend me to do anything like that today. Probably not in your (laughs) current
1: condition, although I will say this. Writers and those of you that have challenged us, we will do it. But we need Aaron to recover first. We don't want to put him in the hospital.
0: Right. So I just think, you know, in the meantime, you know, we will probably end up being the last two guys on the planet to do the ice bucket challenge when we do it. And then everyone's going to be like, oh, God, yeah, these guys are living in the 80s, you know, about time for them to catch up. does
1: make sense. We're stuck in the past anyway. Right.
0: You know, so that, that fits with what we do. But I think in the meantime, what you can do is, you know, to educate yourself and, you know, is check out the movie not dead yet? It's the Jason Becker movie, and you know he is one of us. You know he, you know he played on that amazing David Lee Roth album. Yeah. And, you know, is just a stellar guitar player. player. And he's got ALS. So, if you want to educate yourself on it from a Decibel Geek kind of point of view, you know, I guess you can put the the link in the show notes. Yeah, I'll put the link in there. You know, go ahead and order that. You can see the preview on YouTube. It's called Jason Becker, Not Dead Yet. Mm -hmm. And, like I said, he's one of us. He's got it. And if you you want to learn about it from somebody that, you know, sees it from Yeah, he's living it. So, in the uh,
1: meantime, check that out. I do believe the proceeds of the sales of that do go to the. To the research too, right on. Yeah, so they do an, that. To it's help an out.
0: amazing story. I mean, the things that he's been through from it's where been through a lot, where he's yeah. been to where he's
1: at, you know, yeah. and still still making music. Yeah, he's he's an, he's a hero to everybody. Absolutely. And so check that out. You know, in the meantime, but guys, we will get around to doing it. We just want Aaron to get recovered before we do it. Oh man, pre pneumonia is not a good idea to get dump a bucket of ice water. on I'm your not head. doing it, and I'm not doing it without him. because I'm not going to be humiliated alone. I so, don't want to die. So yeah, so we'll do it when uh, when Aaron's better but i think you know if we got up to the pearly gates
0: if it happened if you hit me with the ice and i died and we got up to the pearly gates this episode we just are wrapping up today might get me some extra points to get me through the door yeah maybe you know it can't this was all a ploy to get cool points at at god's gate there you go (laughs) so it's kind of funny you know some somebody asked me not too long ago hey aaron do you ever listen to christian rock and i said "Eh, yeah kind of you know is there any christian rock band that you really really love and i said oh yeah i love black sabbath (laughs) You know, because Black Sabbath is one of those bands, if you really break down those lyrics, Black Sabbath is a Christian rock band. They're singing about things from a point of view that makes it seem scary and evil, but it's really, if you really break it down to the core, they're all warnings yeah if you're doing this a lot of cautionary tales you're gonna end up there right you know yeah and i think this is the best one this is my absolutely without a doubt my favorite christian rock song of all time (laughs) we're
1: gonna end the heaven episode with a sabbath song
0: and it is it's it's a good religious song you know and it is it's a warning it's a cautionary tale like you said so you know we'll be back next week for the uh, with hell yeah with the darker next side. Next week of we this. go to hell. So yeah, if we if we die, we better make sure it's this week before yeah. that episode comes out. Otherwise, we could be in some trouble. But until then. We had some fun today with our Heavenly Rock. We played a lot of cool stuff today. So like I said, I'm ending it right now this week with my favorite Christian rock band, Black Sabbath, from 1971 off the Master of Reality album. That's a damn good one. Here's here's what it's all about today, a tune called After Forever. And we'll see you guys next week.
1: See ya, hopefully.